You're listening to That's the Industry Podcast, episode number 22. Today, you're going to get some insider info on what it's like to manage one of the largest YouTubers in the world. How large, you may be wondering? This individual we'll be talking about today has over 21 million subscribers on YouTube. He is the manager of this individual. You're going to hear his journey and the sacrifices he has made to get where he is today. Here we go. You're listening to That's the Industry with Thomas Jordan. That's the Industry with Thomas Jordan. The podcast that takes you inside all the aspects of the entertainment industry. Directly from the people who are making it happen. And now, your host, Thomas Jordan. What's going on, everyone? Thomas Jordan here for another episode. Today, we are joined by entrepreneur, entertainment executive, and also he is famous for being the manager of the famous YouTuber, Logan Paul, Jeff Levin. How's it going, man? Doing well, Thomas. Thanks for the introduction. Oh, I appreciate it, man. And how did you get into the entertainment industry? Um, I uh, started a business in college and my business partner's family was all in the entertainment industry. And after we sold our company, he had left and went back to Los Angeles. And I always wanted to be a sports agent, watch Jerry Maguire as a young kid and played all types of sports obviously also entrepreneurial. So didn't really have the connections in the sports, but this was kind of my way into entertainment. I then got a job at a small talent agency in New York and worked out there for about two years and then transitioned out to LA and went to another talent agency. So kind of an interesting way into it. Um, Never thought, you know, or planned on it, but been very happy and glad to be in it. And what was that aha moment? Was it, and I have a couple of other friends who are managers and they said when they saw Jerry Maguire, that was, you know, that was their moment where they kind of knew uh, that what they wanted to do. Was it the same for you? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I can't pull back that, that far and really come to the moment of it, but I love dealing with people, love talking to people loved doing business, loved sports and entertainment. And it just was like kind of the first uh, realization, wow, this is someone's job and look at how amazing this looks like. And, you know, I believe in what he's saying or what the movie struck a chord with me. So I think that was kind of the first. And then in college, I actually was working with um, or befriended, you know, one of the athletes at our school and was excited about, you know, possibly representing him if there was a chance he was going to go to uh, the professional league after college. And that was kind of my first managerial job. So funny, I, for, I forgot, I forgot about it until you brought it back up. And how, and how was it? How was your very first managerial job? It was good. Uh, it didn't, Turned out to be so successful. Unfortunately, talented athlete had some injuries that stopped him from, you know, pursuing the professional league. But looking back and thinking about it now, you know, I was in the service business, so it was helping service him and helping get stuff done for him and handling things that now 
I still do to this day. <laughs> so it's definitely helped. And did you have a lot of failed forward moments while in this position? Yeah, I mean, there's always failures, right? You know, big and small. I've had them all kind of rhymes. And you, you learn from them, right? You, you know, no one's perfect. Everybody's trying to figure it out. If we had the crystal ball, it probably wouldn't be fun. So, yeah, I've, I've had ups and downs. And how would you say, and that's why I call them failing forward, because I feel like a lot of people look at it as, you know, failures and a lot of people, you know, they just, I think they dwell on them and it turns into this negative thing. But I think nowadays it's, you know, realize I feel like that's where you learn the most is when you're failing forward. I like to learn from both. I, I, I like what you say about failing forward. It turns a, you know, what would be known as a negative into a positive. So I do really like that statement. But I feel like you always have to be learning. You learn from the wins and you learn from the losses. And, you know, I can't say that the losses have taught me more than the wins because now having, you know, some major wins with Logan under my belt and starting to work with some other talent, those wins help me navigate you know, this talent into hopefully the next level of Logan and also the failures that we've had or, you know, failing forwards that we've had will also help. So I like to see, you know, learnings from both, not just failures. No, I actually like that you said that I've asked that question a lot and I've never had somebody say that. So I, you know, it, you know, as much as we do want to stay positive, you know, take that positive spin, there is, you know, there, there is a real, you know, feeling, uh, in the, on the other side as well. But so like how, I know there's a lot of people over there, you know, in the entertainment industry who want agents and managers. What is the difference between an agent and a manager? Agent. The lack of better term, and maybe, you know, for the listeners, more relevant would be a headhunter. A headhunter in the entertainment industry would be more of an agent. They obviously both are crossover, and they both do kind of similar jobs. But really, I mean, I worked at the agency. The agency is, a, is the lifeblood of the entertainment industry industry because the information is passed through there from so many different people that work there in so many different fields that information is power and they're really sitting on the epicenter of of really how this octopus works and has different tentacles so they're definitely very important and, and needed they are constantly looking for the opportunity for their clients you know thinking about it creatively of why they should be in this project. And then I would say the manager's more of like your general manager of a business or an organization who's overseeing all the different categories um, and divisions in a business. And I like to, because I'm entrepreneurial and I see more business than I am a traditional Hollywood manager that would be specific or focused on acting writing or directing, I like to see my clients as brands and businesses. So president, general manager, you know, that's kind of how I see myself 
coordinating with all the different divisions that this business has. One being, you know, entertainment, the other being business, you know, there's different forms of entertainment, there's writing, there's directing, there's acting, there's producing, there's just, there's many different facets, especially in our business too, Logan, we have a clothing business, we have entrepreneurial endeavors that we're into. So that's kind of where I sit and where the agents sit. And at what point do you think that uh, talent needs both or do they need both? I think it's, it's different for everybody. Um, it depends really what your goals are. If you are trying to be an actor, you definitely need an agent. The agent is going to get you the auditions. They're going to have the relationships with casting producers, writers, directors, um, so if that's specific to you wanting to be an actor, you need to have an agent. And it's just different. I mean, I think the landscape has changed uh, over the course of time. And it really is dependent on what your your goals are and focuses. And how does one go about getting a manager in the entertainment industry? I, I think it's the same way that you're looking for somebody as you build a business. You, you want to obviously do something that attracts someone to you. I think it's always better to find somebody that is attracted to you rather than going and saying, Hey, here I am. Right. So it's like, what are you doing to attract this person to want to see something in you and actually take their time, which is not, you know, infinite to help you build, you know, your career and your business. I don't think there's really a, you know, a rubric or a guide to, Hey, how do I go get a manager? I love that question always, but I think it's kind of funny. Uh, no, I was just going to say, cause at some point, you know, in every person who is in the entertainment industry, I, and I see that question all the time too, like, Oh, like I almost feel like they think that once they get an agent or once they get a manager, like they're smooth sailing. Is that, is that the case? No that becomes your business partner, right? Really, that's how I see myself. I know it's call myself manager, but it's really a business partner. And businesses go up and down and businesses are successful and fail also. So there's no, there's no uh, easy ticket to the top or success. I mean, I have, I am really lucky to find Logan, um, who is the hardest worker that I know and pushes me to be the hardest worker as well. So I'm, I'm very fortunate and lucky. How did you find Logan? I was working with a company that was protecting Logan's intellectual property. So people were taking his vines and uploading them onto YouTube and then monetizing them as their own assets. And this company protects user-generated content as well as at that time was representing a ton of the viners. And uh, he was one of them in the arsenal that stood out. And to me, he stood out because he was a storyteller. You could see that he was conceptualizing ideas, um, that there was a beginning, a middle, and end. We only saw, you know, the six-second payoff. And he was changing outfits, changing scenes, different cuts. He was really storytelling. And how did you 
come in contact with him or even approach and or pitch him to go on this business venture with you? They already had a relationship with him. So that was the easy access. And we just started to have conversations and I told him about my history and what I had done. And he was open to listening, hesitant in the beginning. The story is, is that, you know, when I explained to him, he had no clue really about anything in the entertainment industry and explained to him, you know, how I got paid. And he said, well, I can negotiate my deals. Why would I need you? And I said, look, you know, I'm not going to take any money out of your, out of your deals unless I can make them better. So go and negotiate and then pass it over to me and let me know. I'll, I'll let you know if I done better for you. And I think the first deal was he had like three posts or four posts and he was going to get like $4,000 and I got him $6,000. And I think that's how it started to continue. And we grew really fast on it. Um, he didn't really understand the value that he was giving to these brands based on exposure and eyeballs and, you know, the difference is, is if a brand wants to go and buy ads, they have to spend a certain amount of money, whether it be on Google or on television or print or whatever it may be. So when Logan's, you know, got videos that are doing millions of views and, you know, altogether billions of views, well, that's exposure and they have to pay for exposure. And depending on what brand it is, you know, if, brand is you know a top tier brand they have money to spend and you know technically what they would spend on a traditional ad so you kind of have a grasp at what their spending appetite is so that's kind of how we started our relationship and it's been a long successful and amazing relationship and successful business how long have you guys been working together now i think we're in like six years it's amazing um, it is a yeah, it is amazing, yeah. and you all you were also, and you were also talking about his intellectual property that lives on the internet. Um, are you aware that you have a video that's on YouTube that is a compilation of you and him? I don't. I don't. That's amazing. I would love to see it. I always, oh. uh, I always find it fun when I see some stuff. I'm, I try, and I really focus you know, the attention on my clients, you know, that's not ever been my MO to, you know, try to promote myself. This is kind of one of the first of uh, podcasts that I'm kind of doing, but I think I can help people and others and definitely want to get, you know, more exposure, but not trying to, to be front center. Yeah. And it's, it's a compilation of best moments with manager Jeff, I believe on YouTube. Like I said, I'll, uh, you gotta send I'll, it to me. yeah, I'll have to send that to you for sure. Um, in working with Logan for the people who are listening, who don't know who Logan Paul is, um, how would you describe his personality if no one knew who he was on camera on YouTube? Got it. On camera on YouTube, Logan's personality is a, a young adult who's got a love for creativity and life and connecting with people through entertainment. 
Yeah, and he's also su- outgoing. Would I think be an understatement? And you know, I, his energy is through the roof. And I've been following his career for a while, and like he he does some crazy stuff. And like, I mean, even this week, the stuff he's done in his house is just just like holy crap, you know. And I just imagine by any chance uh, on Netflix, have you ever seen the Motley Crue documentary called The Dirt? I think I did see that one. I, uh, I saw one on them, and that was like the reenactment, right? Yeah, yeah, that was like with really Machine Gun Kelly and all them. Oh, I haven't seen Machine Gun Kelly on it. No, I only I saw one that was like uh, a reenactment of the Molly Crew with actors. I did not see the one with Machine Gun. Oh Kelly. no, I, I I think we're talking about the same thing. Oh, we are. But I don't the, remember yeah, what was yeah, I think he's the. Don't quote me on this. I think he's the drummer. I think he plays Tommy Lee. I don't know, but the re- the the, re- remember this. the the only reason I ask is because their manager, I think his name was Doc McGee. Yeah, they that he said he's he was Montley Crew's manager, and he said that he had managed all these huge bands, and like they put him kind of through the ringer, but nothing compared to what he went through with Motley Crew. By any chance, is that kind of the same situation scenario with Logan Paul? Um, yeah, but it's, it's honestly been all good stuff. Like, obviously we've had ups and downs, but nothing that's been like, oh my God, I can't take this or, oh my God. I mean, we've just, we've really had great moments and traveled the world together, have had success, has had, had issues and controversies that we've, you know, had to deal with and get through. But I wouldn't say that it was like, we're definitely, Logan's not the Molly crew. Um, they seemed a lot more extreme, extreme. Yeah, yes. Extreme and major issues. <laughs> Would you say though, that that is possibly a misconception about Logan? What do you mean by that? Like, like a misconception is in like, you see him kind of acting crazy on camera and then you expect him to be that in real life. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, he's he's got as we all do different um demeanors depending on what the circumstance is so his demeanor online has to have a certain energy and a certain um excitement to come through the screen to make you feel a certain way so if he was just dull or you know even keel it wouldn't. It would. It would make you feel a certain way. Whereas when he gives energy, you feel a different way. So, it's 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 an art of his to be able to uh, come through or tell stories or give energy or give emotions to affect somebody on the other side of that screen. It's it's like a television show or a movie, right? There's mm-hmm. different feelings that you feel depending on what the scene is. If that's his art, what would you say your art is? My dog is barking. And I'm no, you're good. <laughs> I hope you don't hear that. Um, my art. Art of uh, deciphering and uh, handling all the inbound and inbound opportunities as well as navigating where are we going next 
Um, I have, I believe, uh, a good insight into what is right and what is wrong. Um, so you can imagine how much stuff is you know, thrown at us or how many different people we're introduced to and, and opportunities that we get. So it's really going through that stuff and saying, hey, this is a good opportunity. This is why I think it's a good opportunity. This is how I think we could execute on it. This is what I think um, could make you, Logan, uh, be a pioneer in many ways of this new digital world that you've come out of. And, and then helping execute those and see them to fruition and making sure that they are uh, successful ventures of ours. And with all those ventures coming in, I can only I can only imagine the emails and the scripts and everything that comes with it um, as far as like deals to go through. But what makes a good deal and what makes a bad deal? A good deal is something that isn't going to hurt you and is something that you really align with and believe in it and that you will not wake up one day saying, why did I do this? Or, oh man, I have to do this. And the bad deal is the bad deal is the opposite where it's, you know, it caused harm. It, it feels, uh, like a work. It feels like, you know, selling out. Um, you look back at it and say, man, I wish I never did that. Um, I think it's, you know, take the word deal out, what's right and what's wrong. Something that's wrong is not good for you. Something that's right is good for you. And how many deals would you say come across your desk on a daily basis, just out of curiosity? Infinite, infinite, (laughs) infinite, infinite. I mean, it's constant. You know, there's so many ways of getting access to us. Um, It's one thing that Logan's uh, different, I think, than most is he also is accessible to many people. Um, so we're getting stuff from DMs to comments in our, uh, content to emails, to phone calls, to, you know, you can imagine in person as well. And we, and in all honesty, we've done pretty much a deal from all of those sectors. We're really not discriminatory of it as long as it's good for us. Have you ever had a deal? What was probably the weirdest place that you've been contacted and did the deal from, if that makes sense? I don't think the weirdest, because I don't know that we, I mean, Logan, you know, has been pitched everywhere. So you can imagine, I don't know, but you would have to confirm, but maybe he could have even been pitched in the bathroom once. Um, but for me, nothing really odd. Um, I think, the one that surprised me the most that um, worked out was somebody had found me um, at one of our events and pitched me real quick and definitely, you know, caught me off guard, but I liked what I was hearing and then followed up and actually uh, invested in the company uh, through, you know, cold pitch in person. Gotta love that entrepreneurial spirit, and I know I know that's you know kind of an odd way, but like I said, I respect the hustle as long as it's done in the right way. What is the wrong way to approach you as a manager? You know, there's really no wrong way. It's just it's being respectful and tactful, understanding 
that, you know, sometimes because you feel like something is right um, and we don't, that it's just, you know, we have a different vision, and different reasonings and we don't align and, you know, it is what it is. But I appreciate persistence, you know, until it, it feels like it's, you know, you've been told, hey, this is not something that we're interested in. And when it comes to talent, are you, are you, so are you full-time with Logan as far as talent management or do you take on other clients as well? I've taken on one new client, um, in, since, uh, Logan, I also was working with Jake, uh, for the time being, um, for a little bit, but for the first time really of like a same way I'm, you know, involved with Logan um, I have one other client that I'm excited about and is a young, really talented uh, entertainer that I think everybody will be hearing about in the next 12 to 24 months. By any chance, can we get any exclusive information and or name at this given time? Her her name's that girl, Lele. Okay. Um, it's on my Instagram as well. Yes, it and is. I was actually wondering about that. Yeah, she's a super talented rapper, singer, dancer, actress. Um, you name it, she's got it. And it's it's really excites me um, because she's super creative. She's 13 years old, um, already has done massive, massive things. There's a big uh, announcement for her coming, uh, I think, in June sometime that you'll have to stay tuned for but she's she's super special she has a great uh support system in her family that really helps uh make sure that she's you know on track not that she's you know not but is just supportive of her and and helps her so really excited about that project and where did and where did you find her it was through a mutual friend um somebody knew that i was working with logan and my success and said, hey, I want to introduce you to um, her father and her family, and I think that you guys could work well together. And uh, we hit it off right away, and, you know, short term, we've got a lot of things lined up, and uh, really excited. What is it about talent that has that X factor? What is the X factor that you look for? There's multiple things. Um <laughs> There's, there's just a star power, right? We're all created out of energy, all the same energy, and just some people have star power. Some people have talents that, you know, I wish sometimes I had, but I'm happy with myself. And um, you, you just, for some reason, I have, you know, I get a feeling of why I like this person and why I think they're special and what they're capable of. And, their values align with what I do. Their work ethic, number one, is the most important. Um, Logan usually says, you know, I don't want to butcher his line, but hard work will outweigh talent any day. And I do agree with that. You know, obviously, if someone is talented and they work harder than the next, then that just separates them. But, you know, I'm putting my life uh, on hold every day for my personal life, you know, to do this business and, and work with these people. So I want the same, uh, passion and hard work to come out of it. 
because otherwise then it's a waste and I'd rather put my time and effort into something else. So these two that I have will outwork anybody that I know and anybody that's in Hollywood. Um, I'll put them both up for the test and I know that they'll, they'll prove me right. So that's, that's probably the biggest one is work ethic. And would you say this is kind of like a brick by brick situation? Like you've got Logan, he's solid, then you've got her, she, you're going to build her up and be solid. And then you're just kind of doing a one by one type thing until, you know, you, I mean, you're at the very top, even though in my opinion, you are at the top. I appreciate it. Look, I don't have a crystal ball, so I don't, I don't know, but you know what happens. Um, but I, I definitely am conscious of the time and effort it takes to build something. And if you take away, you know, time from another thing, it, it hinders whether you like it or not, you're just not spending that time on it. So there's only so much time that I can do and, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I, I don't see myself for a while in a place of, you know, having so many, um, and, and who knows, maybe eventually down the road, it's going to work for, you know, a company that has a ton of employees and then they have a ton of talent or a ton of businesses that we're working on. But I don't know. I take it day by day and uh, try to stay as present as possible. And you mentioned work ethic and values being super important in your clients. What, what would you say your biggest values are as a manager? and an entrepreneur just committed to being the best I can possibly be. That's, that's really the focus is, you know, I wake up with myself, I go to sleep with myself. Yes. You know, I have relationships and people around me that I spend time with, but it really comes down to, you know, what's inside and who I am. And if I know that I did right, if I know that I put my all into it and even if I didn't at least check myself and say, Hey, you know, I could have done this better or I learned from this and next time do it better. But, um, you know, really pushing myself to be the best um, is my focus. And I believe that w- as far as what we do, your why or why you do something is very important. What would you say your why is? My why. Or why do you do what you do? It gives me energy. It, it, it gives me excitement. I, I feel a certain way when I wake up that I know that I have something to work on, look forward to, build, accomplish, and it, it keeps me going. It's it's what I love. It's what I love to do is interact with people, do business, commerce, build things, and yeah, that's what. That's what keeps me going every day. And what would you say gives you the biggest rush? When something you work on for a long time becomes, comes to fruition and becomes successful and, and helps others. And that's, that's the biggest rush. Yeah. When you see those, those wins and you look back and you're like, man, I just, you know, put in sleepless days or nights and so many hours and had so many people coordinating and wow, we did it. We actually accomplished it. Like that's the win. 
And I feel like to do that, especially in our business, um, sacrifices have to be made. What would you say your biggest sacrifices at the current moment? My personal time, which is super important to me, um, as well as my girlfriend, who's, I think, eight months or nine in her ninth month pregnant, um, who's amazing and, you know, helps me as my rock and is so supportive of me. Um, but those are sacrifices, right? Because a lot of time is spent on the business and, and making sure that it's going the way that we, we want it to go. So you have to pick and choose. That's why I also said that, you know, for right now, having two clients is more than enough for me. No, no, man, that's great. And con- congratulations. How does it feel to be a dad or you're about to be a dad? Is that a little, as, as she, uh, that's got to. Yeah, she would say I'm already a dad and she's already a mom because she's been uh, cooking it for eight months. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's exciting um, and ready for it. Super excited. And, you know, we'll see how it goes in a couple months. Well, man, I'm super stoked for you, man. And um, I know there's, like I said, and to kind of circle back, because like I said, I know just a lot of people in uh, Hollywood or whether they're just, you know, starting or, you know, they, you know, they take a look at whoever they could, they get in that, you know, I think a lot of YouTubers, especially they compare themselves, you know, especially if they're just starting and they compare themselves to Logan Paul or any other big two YouTuber for that matter, would you say comparing yourself to others is one of the worst things you could possibly do as a creative or as an entertainer? I wouldn't say it's one of the worst things you can do. Um, sometimes it helps give someone perspective, right? If you're explaining who you're kind of are like, then they can understand, oh, okay, I, I know who that person is because they're, they're more recognizable than you are. So I know kind of where you fit in or what you're trying to accomplish. Um, so I wouldn't say it's the worst thing to do. Um, when you pitch a movie, you, you pitch it's, uh, you know, this movie meets this movie so that the person can understand from past history and events to be like, okay, I get what this person is trying to pitch me, which is something new. So it depends if you're new and you're totally different than sure. But I mean, nowadays it's kind of hard to find someone that isn't or anything that isn't have some resemblance of the past. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, you talk about pitching. What would you say the best way to pitch somebody like yourself? Besides coming up to you at a random event or, you know, open to anything you know i like someone that's creative and that's shown success or passion you know or is realistic but also you know has this grand idea there's there's many ways big and small open to you know hearing everything and deciphering if it's a good opportunity for us or not and just because it's not right for us doesn't mean it's not right And would you say you appreciate people who think just a little outside the box and get a little creative with it? Yeah, sometimes for sure. Because those big ideas, you know, or different ideas can turn into big things. But little wins are great too. Not, you know, we're, we're open to having those as well and figuring out what's the next big thing. 
um, but also having the ability to actually execute on it as well. And for somebody is in like when they get to a certain level, do you know, I think a lot of people, I think that it's kind of split down the middle. They think they're either going to do it by themselves or they need a team. Is it possible to survive in the entertainment business by yourself? I don't know anybody that's, you know, been super successful by themselves. It, it really takes a team. Anybody that says that they were the ones that did it, I would challenge them probably, but I'm, I'm trying to think through it. And I don't know that we have enough time uh, for me to sit here and, and think of that, that one person, but um, I could be wrong, but I, I think I, I'm pretty confident that no, you, you need a team eventually, right? You, you know, track yep. the right people, build off of something and, and realize that, Hey, once again, I only am one person. And if I want to, build something bigger than what I can do with just myself, then yeah, of course you need somebody else. And how hard is it to build a solid team? It takes time. Um, I think it's one of the most important things is human resources and companies because the culture and the people that are doing the work for you, do you align with them? Sometimes you do for a moment, not all relationships last forever. Um, some do. So it's just, it's trials and tribulations and it's, it's part of doing business. And how many people would you say are on the Logan Paul team with you? Hmm. We don't need an exact number, but like, you know, rough estimate. There's gotta be at least 30 people in our, on our team. Um, you know, and it, and it probably even is more, but just off the top of my head, you know, you could list, 30 people that are involved in our businesses and even more. I mean, come on, if you keep on going down, it could be in the, you know, hundred or hundreds. I, I'll be honest with you. I thought there was at least 10 to 15. So when you said 30, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, I, and, and not all of them are, you know, specific to just Logan. Right. But we have, we have a lot of ventures and a lot of businesses. So with those businesses comes more people and, if you think about it in our merchandise business or, you know, our clothing business, um, it, you know, you're sending thousands and thousands of items out. Like all those people that work with us are, you know, are helping our, our cause and part of our business. Well, what about the inner circle? Would you say that number is significantly lower? Um, yeah, I think the inner circle is more like, you know, a little under 30, but still, I mean, we have multiple agents that work with us. We have multiple um, back end for our financial team. We have multiple legal staff. Um, and then, you know, the inner circles that you see on the camera um, are at least, you know, 10 right there in our immediate circle. So, yeah, I would say there's probably about 30 in our really close intimate circle. Dang, man, that's crazy. Well, yeah, publicists has multiple publicists. Yeah, it's, it's easily 30. Wow. That's, I can only mad. I'm sure your accountant loves you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah. and like, yeah, they're a good team. <laughs> um, and like I said, I want to be respectful of your time. I know you have to go here in a second, but to, uh, it's a two part question. So if you had to give advice to somebody who's just starting in the entertainment industry, as far as finding management 
what would you say to them? Reach out to somebody that you have seen do work for somebody else that you uh, appreciate and, and hopefully that they can see your talent and, and think that, you know, you're somebody that they want to work with as well. So like if somebody's been in the industry, you know, anywhere between five and 10 years, you know, I would say that it was like, you know, they have a lot more experience. They have a lot more credits. They have a lot more ex- yeah, experience. So how would somebody in the middle get, you know, um, get management? I think, I think it's the same way or the, or that's one way to do it. Right. Is you're, you, you, have been in the industry, you've seen people that you emulate your career to be. And there are people that have been partners as managers with those people, whether they used to be, or they still are. And I would, you know, try to go reach out to those people as well as asking other industry relationships that you have, you know, saying, Hey, I'm, I'm open to looking for a manager or for somebody to help me out. And maybe, you know, if somebody, this is what I'm, looking for this person's career or this person just got this and you know i would like to possibly get something like that and would you say by any chance do you have any do you have like a hidden tip maybe that you were just like you know you kind of say you know in one of my interviews uh there's one of the there's there's imdb pro that you can sign up for and in the contacts of the different talent has their representation and that's a good way of trying to get in touch with them. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for, you know, taking the time and giving us, you you know, your, your version. I seriously appreciate it. Um, and now's, like I said, I'd love for you to promote, or if you've got any upcoming projects, uh, I'd love to hear about them. Yeah. I mean, look, we've got a lot of stuff coming up with Logan I'm super excited about the Maverick Club that we just started. Um, it's an amazing experience, and I think one of the first that is is successful and that people will start recognizing once again that we did something, um, not the first to do it, but the ones that did it successful. Logan likes to say he's a buccaneer, not a pioneer, <laughs> so watching what people do and then do it better is usually what he likes to do. Um, and I think we've done it this time and we'll continue to do it. This is going to be a amazing experience for the fans that really enjoy watching him are involved in our businesses. And that's really exciting. And, uh, working on another big project with him that hopefully we finish and we get to the finish line and that will be really exciting. So if it happens, you'll know what I was talking about. Um, and I'm excited about that and, uh, excited about Lele and starting her career and that announcement's coming out in June for her. And I think everybody's going to be, uh, she's going to be a household name and is going to do really great things. So just excited about my clients. uh, No, that's great. Uh, and for people who don't know what the Maverick club is, what is it exactly? Um, it's a membership group. I would. I would compare it to Amazon prime for Logan. Um, Amazon prime gives you access. It gives you exclusive content. It gives you deals. It gives you rewards. It has giveaways. Um, you know, the list goes free shipping. The list goes on and on. Um, so 
add all those things um, into our Maverick Club and also uh, our way of getting intimate with our our fans um, from interactions on FaceTime and Zoom to dinners to events to, you know, hopefully um, in the near future going on tour and giving ultimate access to our, to our members. Um, think of it as a, you know, as a club, you know, any club is, is a group of people of like-minded people um, that do many things together. That sounds great. And I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to hear from him, man. So once again, I appreciate your time, sir. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it, Thomas. Thanks for reaching out. And yeah, you're one of them that, you know, sent an email and, I checked you out and said, you know, this would be fun. And uh, thank you for having me. Um, But I guess it shows, you know, that I'm open to doing things, you know, from people that send stuff. Yeah, no, I, like I said, man, I was, I'll be honest, when uh, I got your reply, I was like, oh, wow, okay, um, here we go. (laughs) So if it would have been a couple years ago, I would have said, you know, politely no, but now just, you know, starting to do it and, Hopefully it can help people. Uh, you know, I recognize that giving back um, is something that feels good and something that I want to do. So glad to well, have done it for you. And hopefully, you know, anybody out there that's listening, uh, hopefully can help them as well. Absolutely. All right, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Have a great weekend, Thomas. You too, man. Talk soon. All right, that does it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I would love your help. This podcast is brand new, so I need all the help I can get. If you would, just subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating. I really, really would appreciate it. And last but not least, I got a little something for you. For the last 10 years, I have been writing, shooting, producing, editing my own video to get my dream job as an entertainment reporter in Los Angeles interviewing the stars. Now, that might not be your dream, but if you are in this industry and you are in this field, you are going to need to learn how to write, shoot, and edit, produce your own content. And now I want to personally train you on these skills so you can create your own journey and make money while doing so. So what I want you to do now is log on to Facebook and request to be in my private Facebook group, On Camera Professionals. Once again, it is called On Camera Professionals. But wait, Thomas, I really like your stuff. I really want to learn from you, but I don't want to be on camera. Don't worry. I got you covered. In this group, I'm going to be doing a live training, so that means live tips and tricks. I'm going to do giveaways, freebies, and I'm also going to do personalized training. So once again, log on to Facebook and type in On Camera Professionals, and I'll see you there.